Okay, Battle of the Belts. Here we go. Um, I don't even remember the last time that I uh, listened to a listen. Oh, God. I am now, I don't even know, I'm on an hour and a half. This is, uh, okay. Okay, let's finish this out. Okay. Oh, oh, Jesus. I cannot wait to get this little piece that I need for the mic stand. I really can't. I'm trying to, I got a lot of uh, mic slander uh, from some people that watched it. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to get right up to this mic uh, so they can shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, Battle of the Belts. It's Battle of the Belts 7, which, hey, news to me. Uh, I, I think I watched the first one, and then it was clear that I don't need to watch these. Uh, hey, I'll agree with uh, Dave. Oh, shit. God damn it. Okay. Let's okay. Let's do Battle of the Belts, and then we'll do the Dave Mel. Let we'll do the AW notes from the Observer. Okay, so Battle of the Belts. <laughs> Ricky wins. Uh, he choo choo shit Thunder Liger shows up, and he's got. The, he's like, hey, to present the trophy, and and you know, Ricky does a very own heart thing. He grabs it, and he like woohoo's his way out, and he's like, yeah, hey, I think he just like kind of snatches it out. They got to see him punk and he goes over to David Benoit and he hugs him. And then he asked David Benoit, Hey, did you see that he grabbed the rope? And David Benoit's like, Yeah, yes, yeah, sure, I'll play. Yes, I saw him grab the rope. Uh then we get uh Orange Cassidy versus Archer. Now Orange Cassidy has the belt <laughs> and uh, commentary, which is again Ian Riccaboni and, and uh, Nigel McGinnis. And they're like, oh, by the way, uh, yeah, it was uh, AEW officials basically uh, had to wrestle it away from Lance Archer and Jake the Snake. You know how they had said that they that they had stolen the belt? Well, they, they got it back. Um, so I had said, you know, hey, on, on was it Ramp, Rampage, Jake was kind of dressed all kind of like similar to Lance Archer and, you know, like uh, chains and leather trench and this and that. And... Uh, Jake's just in his regular gear. He looks like he's about to hit up a Las Vegas buffet. You know, he's just ready to, he's got the, you know, the dress shirt, the jeans, the very specific type of jeans that his people, you know, it's, it, it was age appropriate, his jeans, his jeans. And, uh, he just kind of comes out It's it's Archer always tries to come out like a house of fire, thus leaving Jake up five minutes, like down the aisle, just, It'll get there eventually. Uh, I thought back to screwing the pooch, <laughs> and uh, and uh, at okay. So then they go back and forth. It's a fine match. There's a moment there where Lance is throwing around security, and they're just out there forever. And I felt Jim Ross and his his consciousness took over me, and I was like, "What is the?" count at this point like how long have they been outside like are they counting which i genuinely would not care about i would not care but it comes into play in the finish so now it's like wait so what do i have here timing off oh again it was yeah, a lot of this it was the same thing again where it's like some big moves about to get hit and they cut to somebody in the crowd or they cut somewhere else it's like guys come on Get it together. I'm zooming through this. I'm ready. Okay. 
Uh, Jake Jake is going to DDT Orange Cassidy at one point, and Lance stops him and says, "No, this is like you know mine. I'm going you know you're going to lose it for me, <laughs> you know, if you do that." And uh, which I did what I mean, assaulting security workers would that not be a DQ? I guess not. They're not in the match, but it was odd. Uh, I just liked that when Jake was about he so he gets told no, and Jake's reaction is to like hang his head. And like a child, like he's like, oh shucks, and he just kind of like kicks at the steps, the rings, the ring steps. He just kind of throws like a little kick at him, like, damn it, ah, damn it, I really wanted a DDT. That guy. Of course, the crowd popped. They wanted to see that as well. Uh, so then they do this thing where they're not outside; they're on the ring apron. Which, it's my understanding, you don't get counted out when you're on the ring apron, but they're being counted out. And then Orange punches him to the outside, and he loses that way. And it's just like, look, I know Lance is back, and you don't want to beat him. I understand that. Then does he have to be in this thing with Orange Cassidy right now? <laughs> does he have to be? This is just, this. the crowd was just like, what? <laughs> they did not like it. I didn't like it. I guess, are they going to keep doing it? I really hope that Orange Cassidy is not the one. I'm sorry, I don't hope, I hope he does not win the title. I don't want, Orange uh, Lance Archer doesn't need a title. I don't know. He doesn't need it. Uh, I don't think Orange Cassidy needs it, but he's doing something with it. He's making it worse. He's Orange Cassidy's making the international title worth something. That at this point, it needs to be something like somebody needs to win it, and it needs it needs to make them, or it needs to be almost somebody like on OC OC's level. Okay, that's where we're at with it. I feel uh, the acclaimed come out and they accept the challenge. That's out. That's all I got. They keep cutting to three women, and I was like, who are these women? They keep cutting these same three women. And finally, when it's time for the Taya and Tony match, then they finally explain, these are Taya Valkyrie's friends. And it's like, okay. Uh, it's just, and I guess at some point, I don't know, Ian Riccoboni has to keep kind of doing the Excalibur thing. And it's just, and he was doing great, by the way. Riccoboni was great. But he had these moments where he was, I don't know what was going on. Dear Tony, or dear Ian, let me know. <laughs> dear Tony Pod at gmail.com, where he was uh, having to like relay, and he was getting turned. Like there'd be moments where he was like, hey, we're going to go away to picture in picture. And then there'd be a pause. And then, like, well, we're staying with the action. Beat, 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 a couple more moves. Now we're going to go, don't, you know, now. And it kind of was like the, the timing was always off, seemed off. Martha comes out. She gives a speech. Tony's out there. Tony Khan's out there. And he keeps kind of like tipping his cap. Going like, yes, man. Like the whole tip of the cowboy hat. She gives her usual speech. It seems to be not, I, I thought at one point, did they work this out beforehand? I hope they did, because it seemed like Tony Schiavone keeps on like, come over here, come okay, now over here. And it is what it is. They get presented the trophies and the belts and uh, the end. Now we get Sean Spears and Luchasaurus, who's the TNT champion. <laughs> and does Sean Spears have the most elaborate entrance for somebody that's positioned where he's at? The music, the smoke. The lights, the outfit, the contacts—it's so much. There's so much accoutrements, so much, so many accessories. There's so much stuff for Sean Spears. 
Does it add anything? Uh, I don't know. If anything, it makes me think about why is all this stuff going on for a guy that inevitably loses most of the time? Uh, Yeah, and uh, we get Scorpio Skies watching, which made me groan. And I went, Scorpio Sky and Luchasaurus. No, thank you. I guess I was under the impression that Scorpio Sky was a, a bad guy or some sort. You know, I'm definitely not interested in the new gimmick of I can snap and when I do, the uh, lights turn off. Uh, don't uh, like that at all. I think that's uh, dumb. Uh, I'm also not a big fan of, you know, he did a promo recently where he was like, you know, you're going to see the real me and it's going to, you know, almost like no nonsense or you know i work harder than it i can't remember but it was one of the promos where it's just like okay well anyways and i hope this doesn't result in uh you know a scorpius guy christian man should be fine be good uh i think who needs to be facing luchasaurus and christian is a, a up and coming baby face that the crowd is behind uh shit Throw Billy Gunn. Have Billy Gunn win, win the TNT title. Fuck it. <laughs> Why not? Uh, uh, they do. There's a lot. Just more. Scorpius guy keeps watching the TV. Out. Luchasaurus wins. Chris. It goes. It was a very flat battle of the belts. Okay. I, I cannot believe. I'm. I'm going to make this into. An episode. I'm doing it. This is going to be. This is what Battle of Belts Seven deserves. Is like, it's going to be like 20 minutes tops. Uh, they keep bringing up. This is again one of those uh, things where Rick Bonnie kept having to be like, we were told that a satellite went out, and so a lot of people didn't see the Tony Storm type Valkyrie match, and so this is what happened. You know, they keep, and this is like, we look. How I, how many people missed that, and how many people, if they missed it, cared that they missed it. I don't know. Uh, there's things I feel that either they're like bugaboos at Tony Khan, where he's like, "We've got to, we've got to address this," and it always there is always kind of like an off kilterness to like what he thinks needs to be addressed and what's in on his mind and what he thinks is a thing, and then what everybody else is concerned about or like that's a detail that they're thinking about. Anyways, let's let's move on and let's get to some AEW notes. And there's not a lot from the observer. One particularly uh, caught me. Couple, so you know, Dave reports what had already been reported about uh, WBD wanting more events, and he says, and this is going to go into uh, this is going. He says there um, there was a time I would have been fourth been for i would have been for more uh monthly pay-per-view shows but with so much television having to be filled the issue now is simply time to keep up so he's saying he used to be he used to say hey do more shows pay-per-views or whatever and uh but now he feels uh that there's too much AEW content you know and it's gonna lead to burnout and look i just watched uh all this uh stuff I'm still going to watch Dynamite. You know, I'm still going to keep doing this. But he brings up, specifically though, he brings up that, uh, you know, they have the AW shows 
which is five. And then they have the Ring of Honor shows, which is three, which is eight. And he goes, that's perfect. <laughs> In fact, he said, and then with Ring of Honor, you have three, uh, three more, and eight is a good number at this point. Although he wants them all to be AEW shows. So this is a Dave thing where a Dave Meltzer thing is to say, I don't like this thing. And then he'll talk it out and he'll actually, he actually likes it. <laughs> uh, but he also, at some point he got really tripped up by the ring of honor stuff. He's really lately tripped up by, th by letters. So there's AEW titles and those have the letters AEW and they're in the AEW promotion. And then there's ring of honor titles. And he's because Tony Khan owns both. Ring of Honor titles are AEW titles, even though there's different letters. Those are ROH. <laughs> and so it's odd for him to be. <laughs> so he says, I want more shows. Well, they have eight if you count Ring of Honor, which is good, but I want them to be AEW. Okay, so they aren't. <laughs> then why are you grouping in Ring of Honor? You So you do want more shows. You and it sounds like there will be more shows, so he should be happy. But it's just, it's to bring up the ring of. It's like when he, he Dave talks about too many titles with AEW, which is something that used to be a, is and still is, uh, was and still is a WWE uh, critique. Too many titles. What Dave would bring up, he's not that long ago. Dave recently said they got like thirteen or something. It's like there's not there's not thirteen titles. But he'll bring up the Ring of Honor titles and titles from other companies. Now, I think it's cool that they acknowledge other companies and other titles and showcase them. I don't know why Dave gets tripped up on the letters of promotions and that. So he's like, they've got these titles and they got the Ring of Honor. It's like, those aren't AEW titles, my man. So AEW has their titles. And then they, there's other promotions that have their titles there. It's really not hard to keep in your head. It truly isn't. I don't watch Claudio come out and go, wait a minute. His world title says ROH. Is he the AEW? I thought the AEW, what's happening? Wait, this person from Japan came and they have some kind of women's title? What? I can't even hold it. Who's the TNT champion? What's now? Granted, I said who is the TNT champion? A little moment, a little moment of weakness there, where I just you're talking and you can't click. I think I could name the champions right now if I wanted to. But there you go, Dave is for it. I had other things. Oh, okay. So then he brings up that you know some injuries, Jim Ross. You know, uh, Mark Briscoe. Uh, da, da, da. uh, but Bandito, of course, whenever Bandito gets brought up, I think about how Dave, Dave has a stable of boys, a stable of guys that he wants belted, which then I think about how Dave complains about there's too many titles in AEW, and anytime there's somebody he likes, he's like, belt them, put a belt on them. <laughs> like, and again, you can't push everybody. But it's like Bandito, Takeshita, uh, I mean, any Aussie Open. Uh, they need to be belted. They need to be pushed to the moon now. Uh, he brings up Kenny Omega talking to Sports Illustrated, where Kenny Omega specifically says, 
don't tell me how to wrestle about the tiger driver spot. Uh, and he says at one point, you aren't even close to being qualified to tell me the people that were like, oh, is that safe to do that spot? Kenny Omega said, you aren't even close to being qualified. Just shut the fuck up. And uh, Dave usually throws in like little comments when he writes his little news and notes and even in his recaps and what have you. Uh, no comment on the Kenny Omega one. Uh, Dave, you, Dave is very much somebody that's up. Oof, their neck. Oh, their head. Right now, first be like, I thought he was gonna die about whatever spot. I mean, Dave still will bring up Matt Jackson's. <laughs> Matt Jackson, I feel like, has been working Dave for years now, where I'm sure people are banged up. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Uh, you know, of course. Uh, <laughs> I think every Young Bucks match, Dave, maybe it's a bit, I'm, I'm the dummy, but Dave will be like, and then Matt was holding his neck. It's like, yeah, Dave, he holds his neck every match, my man. <laughs> Dave. Uh, but Dave is all, yeah, very like, oh, jeez. Oh, man, I mean, I've, you know, you'll, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen these these guys. You know, I, I worry about their safety. Well, yeah. Can you make us shut the fuck up <laughs> as far as, like, commenting on what he should or should not do? Uh, will Dave listen? We'll find out. Uh, but no, he just he just transcribes what uh, Kenny <laughs> said and moves on. Uh, you know, Brian Pillman is out. Uh, who cares? And uh, he goes through some notes just on some various things. He does have a funny thing where he's talking about uh, uh, the Penn State Alumni Association magazine doing a piece on Britt Baker and... It basically talked about wrestling. It was quite accurate about it, noting her meeting Adam Cole through a dating app. Parentheses, both had met once before at an independent show. That's a Dave Meltzer like, like a little uh, uh, nitpick, you know. Well, actually, I know for a fact because they told me that you know they met at an independent show. It's not quite accurate. Like, All right, Dave. Yeah. <sighs> well, with that. Uh, I guess the next one will be the dynamite recap. And uh, I also maybe uh, I'm do, I also do a podcast where uh, called the workers club, where me and my fellow workers talk about uh, book books and uh, the wrestling variety. And uh, it's me, Larry and Gus, uh, Larry, who got totally called out and owned, right? <laughs> you got you Larry on the tag team stuff in the, collision episode and uh yeah it would it's fun um and uh that comes out I th right i think it's gonna be it's coming out every monday that's larry's job not mine and uh i have a headache because i've been i sound like a, a this is podcast rookie stuff i have a headache because i've been talking for two hours i feel like uh I think I'll I stay stay with me here, folks. I'll get better. I promise. That's the Wilson promise. I'm going to get better. Uh, I'm and then yeah. I like I said. I don't I don't want this to totally be about uh, just AW stuff. I'm going to do stuff I like and stuff like that. Is uh, I'm obsessed with uh, 
niche communities and uh like those yo-yo uh dummies uh the there's you know you know what they call people at yo-yo throwers at least that's what i think they call them uh so yeah uh I'll have to check out that yo-yo podcast. I thought this is stupid. I'm not going to check it out. I'm not going to do that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that was Battle of Belts. That was Collision. That was Rampage. Uh, we're on the way to uh, All In in London. And, uh, you know, hopefully, for Dave Meltzer's sake, I haven't listened to Observer in a bit, a couple weeks. I'm I'm guessing that no having listened to it as long as I have I'm thinking that he's annoyed that the where's the build where's the build for all in and all out I promise you it'll it will kick up in August and get uh heavy and uh so yeah uh we're on the way to that exciting stuff was Battle of Belts good um no it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't good and uh, maybe when they do this, like I said in the first episode, they get a deal with Max or some such thing where they want more events, you can do a proper battle of the belts and uh, maybe change a title. That'd be cool. Okay. Uh, this has been Dear Tony. I'm Wilson. Uh, bye.